Welcome to From Small Beginnings to Great Endings, the podcast where we crush procrastination and accomplish our goals one small action at a time. My name is Bill Provenzano. After 15 years as a successful trader at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange and then building two successful companies from the ground up after leaving the trading floor, I've learned these transforming lessons. Your goals, my goals, are all accomplished when we take control of our mindset, overcome procrastination, and take action one small step at a time. If you're ready to finally make more progress on your goals than ever before, then this podcast is for you. So let's do this. Welcome to From Small Beginnings to Great Endings, the podcast where we do indeed cross procrastination and accomplish our goals one small action at a time. I was at my computer the other day and something popped up notifying me that it had been one year ago was my first podcast. And I thought, well, that that certainly was fast. <laughs> uh, if, if there's ever a year that went by fast, that certainly was one. And I imagine it was the same for you. And I hope that it hasn't been a year of regret. I hope it's been a year of moving forward and making daily, if not weekly, progress towards your goals. And it, when I, that notification popped up, it caused me just to kind of go back and I listened to parts of previous episodes. And when I look at the, at the episode catalog as a whole, I think there's 28 episodes that I did over the year. And, and I certainly fell short of my goal of doing one per week. And I'm going to commit to doing one per week going forward throughout 2024. And again, as I, as I looked over and listened to some of those podcasts, uh, (laughs) when I was preparing to do the podcast, doing all my research and listening to other podcasters, every single one of them said, look, just, just do it. Just get it out there. Like you're going to, you're going to, uh, pine over, the content. You're going to go back and listen to old messages once they get out there and you're going to realize just how bad they were and uh, true to form. (laughs) Some of my previous episodes were, were, um, I love going off on tangents and I did a whole lot of that and there was a lot of stumbling over my words and I'm certainly not where I want to be in my podcasting and speaking ability, but I'm moving forward in that. So, but as I looked at previous messages, I the, the one message that stood out that is sort of the, co- the core message of this podcast is the very first message. And it happens to be the message that's, the, it happened to be the podcast that's gotten the most views, or most views, <laughs> the, most, the most listens. And it's the very first podcast, How I Paid Off My Mortgage with Peanut Butter and Jelly Sandwiches. And I think it's, it's, it's a very clever title. I remember when I wrote that title, I showed it to a few people and they all just like, wow, that's a great title. And, and it's a catchy title. And I try to be catchy with my titles, but the message, the core concept of that, of that podcast, if you recall, you can please go back and listen to it because it probably is, it's, it's not the best quality, but it's the best message because it just speaks to the idea of the hill in front of you being too high, too high and it's causing consternation. And that hill can be, uh, paying off debt. It can be losing weight. It can be accomplishing some goal like getting a podcast out there. Uh, it can, whatever that hill is for you, that message, uh, the, the first episode spoke to the Israelites as they were rebuilding the temple. I believe it was rebuilding the temple and it, it there was grumbling and it just, it just got to be, it just got to be too big 
of a project for them and they just became overwhelmed by it. So that's the, that's the core start of this. That's what started this in the conversation of, of how do you move forward from there. And we talked about the Jerry Seinfeld Red X. Jerry Seinfeld to me is, again, I there's other comedians that make me laugh harder for sure. And, and I think, but I think Jerry Seinfeld stuff is fantastic. I, I find myself watching a lot of Seinfeld episodes, reruns. I love watching, uh, if anybody wants to laugh <laughs> really hard, go to YouTube and, and uh, search Seinfeld bloopers. Those are a riot to laugh. And then they have riot to watch and they have uh, bloopers from each season. And then they have, you know, the best of bloopers. The Jerry Seinfeld bloopers are, are a riot. Anyway, uh, we talked about the Jerry Seinfeld Red X, and Jerry Seinfeld, I believe he still does it to this day, but uh, a, a starting comedian was, happened to be at the same club as Jerry Seinfeld, and he approached Jerry and, and asked, what, what should I do? And Jerry said, write jokes, comedy, every single day. Get a giant wall calendar. Get a giant calendar, put it on your wall. And every day that you spend time writing, whether, I don't know if he specified an amount of time, but every day that you write, you put a red X on the calendar. He says, in your goal, your singular goal is to not break that chain. Write every single day and get a red X on the calendar. You stack and stack and stack and stack those red X's. And I think that one of the analogies I gave is when you see, when you see somebody doing a car trick, like an amazing car trick, like how did they do that? What you're seeing is the manifestation of hundreds and hundreds of red X's on a calendar of somebody practicing and practicing and doing and doing over and over again. So that red X can represent a, rep a, a, a repetition, you know, like, like doing a car trick, working on a car trick. It can represent exercise. It can represent a day of um, following a particular diet. It can represent a certain activity towards a singular goal or for, uh, for example, in my, in my putting, uh, wanting to put a podcast out there, it represented a multitude of different tasks that needed to be done in the course of time in order to get a podcast out there. And for me, that was a giant hill. It, it, it took me a long time to get to the point where I finally released a podcast. And there are certainly other goals I'm working on, and I'm getting lined up and for, two, for 2024 that are going to require... Uh, three times a week, four times a week, getting, getting uh, certain activities done three to four times per week in order to, uh, to accomplish the goal that I want to accomplish in 2024. So it's that red, getting that red X on the calendar. It's from Proverbs, diligent hands produce wealth. Not busy hands, not busy hands. Busy hands uh, run around and, and think that they're getting something done when they're, when they're just doing busyness. There's a difference between di busyness and diligence, and it doesn't take much to figure out the difference between the two. Diligence moves you towards something. Busyness is just be not being super, not being super uh, organized in the work you're doing, um, getting caught up in the busyness of a day rather than getting it lined up uh, in, in a very in a very uh, active, uh, in a very proactive way. And one of the things we talked about was the, the power of a daily calendar, a daily to-do list. Some people like an electronic calendar. I used to love handwriting them, but my handwriting, I, it, my handwriting has gotten so horrible over time that now each night 
I type out my list for the next day. And I type it out in such a way that my my uh, my morning routine gets to the, to the front. And that's another thing we talked about. So as you can see what I'm doing right now, I'm sort of touching the bases of sort of the highlights of 2023, the the year in review, right? The, the How I paid off my mortgage uh, with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, that, that concept of, of getting the daily red X on the calendar, the importance the importance of, and how to get the daily red X on the calendar. One of the ways you can do that is having a, a daily a daily list, a daily list of things to do. And I know there are people out there who hate and just won't, maybe hate's the wrong word. They're just not attuned to, and that's not their their method and methodology of creating a list. I I can't force it. My wife is someone who doesn't like doing a list and, and it causes us some conflict from time to time. Like, you know, why did you get that? Let's, if you had a list, we could have, you know, not had to double back and do this, the same thing twice. The importance of a list really helps you keep your day flowing, and um, it, and, and I nobody knows better than I do the how a day can get interrupted with uh, with things I own. Like I, I talked about, I own rental real estate property, and I own a commercial and residential cleaning company, and I do the best I can to keep my list flowing and. Uh, and, and keep it organized. And one of the important things about having a list is, is blocking. If you if you haven't done blocking, where you uh, you can set aside. For, so for example, I'm just looking at my, my list for today. There's a, a I've got to do four or five. I've got to hit four or five different locations, and you know you just just block them out. You just block them into block them into the, the uh, into a, a a time frame and as well as a geographic range to make it as as diligent and as, and as fluid as possible. So as you're making your daily list, tr- make it start with your morning routine. The importance of a morning routine we talked about for me, it's, it's a morning prayer time. It's drinking water. It's drinking coffee, getting to the gym. And that's, you know, sort of my, my morning routine. And then I love, like, I just, I just clean the kitchen. So <laughs> I love cleaning the kitchen in the morning. And so, I, and, uh, so that's, that's part of my morning routine. So having a morning routine, the importance of that the importance of a morning routine, uh, it, it, it gives you a win. It gives you a win right out of the gate. So right now, I, when I, uh, I'm recording this in my office, when I go back out to the, to the kitchen area and the family room area, it's, all, it's, it's cleaned, it's ready to go. And again, I'm recognizing that I'm at a stage in life where the kids are out of the house and I, it's, it's a little bit easier to, to get these things accomplished and get them done than it was when we had the kids in the house, but now we have a granddaughter, which is great. So we have now we've got a crib in the house and all and and all sorts of fun toys laying around that I get to pick up, which is which I love doing. So yeah, let's let's keep moving on, keep moving forward. Diligent hands produce wealth. Uh, I, a story popped into my head that I that I haven't told yet in this podcast. I was in this this story stays in my mind from uh, because it, it speaks to something that that speaks to my heart. I was at a post office. This is this goes back probably. 15 years ago. That's how much the story stands out in my mind. And uh, I was in line and behind me was a, a retired priest and we just were chatting it up, sort of talking. And somehow the conversation of shaving came up. Now, whether maybe I was unshaven because I, I, sometimes I let myself, uh, I, I don't keep myself uh, clean shaven all the time. And we just started, somehow the topic of shaving came up. And he said, he says, you know, you know what I do in the morning? He says, when I don't feel like shaving, he says, I, I offered up to the Lord. Now that it sounds trite, it sounds it sounds off the cuff, but 
there's a verse that's been sort of a, a life verse for me that, you know, whatever your hand finds to do, do it as unto the Lord. Work as though working for the Lord. And those are two different verses. I, I didn't pull up the uh, citation for them. But whatever your hand finds to do, do it as unto the Lord and work as though working for the Lord. It, it makes a difference that when, you're, when you come to that point when, when you know you need to do something and you want to get it done, having the self-awareness to recognize that, uh, you know, I'm just, I just don't really feel like doing this, mm-hmm. offer it up to the Lord. Lord, I'm, I'm doing this as an offering up to you. For those that, that approach life in that same worldview as I do, that's a big deal. That, that helps. That's a way to help get you over that hump. And we talked about on the other side of the hump is flow. So again, as you see, we're, I'm just sort of highlighting the stuff over the year. I talked about a, a, uh, a dear man named, named Wally, who's, who's unfortunately no longer, I, I, I'm sure he's still alive, but I just haven't seen him in years. I'll tell the story again, because it, it's a pretty impactful story. Wally was a, my mom, much like people find rescue dogs, my mom finds rescue people. And, uh, Wally came into my mom's life and therefore the rest of our lives as a result of my mom just sort of finding him. Uh, Wally was, found himself to be, uh, his, his mother died of, uh, you know, alcohol-related illnesses. His father the same, his brother the same. And Wally found himself, you know, living in his parents' house and uh, had no ability to manage money and found, soon lost that. And Wally was, he was at the... Uh, at the local homeless shelter where they, they absolutely loved him. Wally was a clean freak. The man could clean 24-7. He could just go and go and go. So they loved him at this homeless shelter because he would just he would he would just clean everything and they he would organize all the stuff that came in. He was he was he was an absolute machine. And owning a cleaning business and finding that that here's this wonderful man. I mean just just a gem of a human being, had a, the heart the size of, the, the, twice the size of his body. Uh, and, and he was, he was, I think he had maybe 3% body fat. It's like he was just mu- lean, muscular, and could just go all day long. Anyway, um, you know, Wally needed some, a few dollars from time to time. And, I, and the first time I paid him, I made the mistake of paying him cash all up. And uh, yeah, didn't see him for a while, which speaks to what the story I'm about to tell you that Wally would go on these benders every three or four months. You can just count on Wally just disappearing because he would get enough money built up and he would just, uh, you know, he had, he had the demon of alcoholism and he just, it just would overtake him and he would go off on benders for where we wouldn't see him for, for days, weeks. I mean, sometimes months. And then he was certainly, he would come back hat in hand. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to, to leave you all stranded. And he left because he would, he, a couple of times he left me stranded where he was supposed to work on big jobs and, and he was just disappeared. And so we were having this conversation. I, I remember that as clear as day, we were, we were just being outside. It was a nice uh, summer day. We were just outside talking. He was apologizing. I said, well, I look, you know, I, I, I understand, you know, you have this, you have this thing that I, and I don't, I, I can't totally you know, empathize with it because I don't, I don't struggle with it, but it seems to me that, and please, I'm not trying to oversimplify this, but it's, I said, well, you know, it seems to me that there, there's going to come a point in time, you know, right now you're sober and, and I know you're going to stay sober for three or four months and where you can just totally reject the bottle. But at some point you're going to have that bottle in your hand and you're going to, in that moment, it's in that moment that you're going to have to make the decision. I can't make it for you. 
and where you're just going to have to just find some way. So you know, some and, and the word I use, you're going to find some contrivance, some some methodology to reject the bottle in that moment. And uh, the sponsors within AA will say, well, that's the moment you're supposed to pick up the phone and call me. And call me. I'm your sponsor in that moment. Well, so it's in, so it's in that very moment that a, a crucial life decision can be made. Well, taking that concept and and applying it to you know maybe far less consequential uh, circumstances, but maybe not. Right? You know, an alcoholic taking a drink when he's on the wagon, and a person seeking to better his life for himself and his family will come upon consequential moments where he can choose to do this particular work on this particular day and move the family and move himself and his family closer towards his goals. So it's, it's, it's having the self-awareness to recognize, Hey, I'm in that moment right now. I'm in that moment right now, this very second where I need to make that decision of setting this bottle down. Well, how can I do that? And I offered up not at the moment, but I'm offering up this this contrivance, this methodology to you right now. And I use this thing over and over again. So, so first, there's the self-awareness of recognizing that that this is the, this is one of those moments. This is one of those moments that the guy in the podcast is talking about. And it's it's in that moment that you have this pre-planned question to ask yourself. And I got this, I believe I got this from Andy Stanley, this to ask yourself this question. In, in light of the fact that I want to, and then you fill in the blank, in light of the fact that I want to uh, make this business a success and, and grow and, and, and bring a better life for me and my family, in light of the fact that I don't want to fall back into uh, this drinking pattern, in light of the fact that I want to be healthy and get to my ideal weight, in light of the fact that I want to, again, and then you fill in the blank, What's the, and then you ask, what's the first step in the next thing I need to do? In light of the fact that I want to fill in the blank, what's the first step in the next thing I need to do? And as soon as you identify that first step in your mind, you use the starting block principle. On your marks, you say it out loud. On your marks, get set, go. On your marks, get set, go. On your marks, get set, you lean forward, you put a slight smile on your face. I've talked about that, why the, the physiology of that, putting a slight smile on your face, and why leaning forward. Those physiology things prepare your body for action. The smile on your face prepares your mind for action and, and go. And that gets you into momentum and motion. Because the truth is, and, I, and, and I'm, there might be a, a podcast titled this, motivation is a myth. If you're waiting to be motivated to do your work, it's not going to happen. Do the work and you will be motivated. With like so much of life, so much of life is is these counterintuitive things. Once you start doing the work, the motivation will be there. Once you start doing the work, the motivation will be there. I've been doing this the cold plunge thing, and there is not a a bone in my body that wants to. There, I I want to experience that feeling that I get after when I get out of that cold plunge, but I don't want to get in it. But it's on your marks, get set, go. And you you motivate yourself to get in because on the other side of it, it's it's so much better. So another thing we talked about is on the other side of the hump is flow. So think about a line. So and this talk speaks to the idea of, again, sort of uh, being 
inactive towards your goal. The hump is that, that starting block principle, getting over it, and then the other side is flow, where you just get into the momentum of doing that thing. Uh, I, told, I, did, I talked about the Wally, so I'm looking at my notes here, the starting block principle. On the other side of the hump is flow. Action creates motiv- motivation. Action moves you towards your thing. So there, think, there's, this isn't linear, right? It's sort of this circular flow chart. And for me, the, at the top of that circular flow chart is always going to be self-awareness because self-change does, cannot begin without self-awareness. So you've got self-awareness at the top of this circular flow chart. And self-awareness can then drive you towards the, you know, think about the next, next would come the starting block principle and then red X on the calendar and then, you know, uh, getting, you know, having your, your daily to-do list and this, this circular flow that just keeps it going. And it's not just a circular flow that in my mind's eye, this, I, I'm very visual. So in my mind's eye, it's not sort of the circular flow of just being the circular flow and nothing happens. In my mind, it's the circular flow and, and, and this, this wheel is moving forward. It's like, you know, moving to the right and, and there's actually forward movement to it. So that's, that's how I'm, that's how I'm going to recap the highlights of, of the previous 28 episodes. And I'm really just taking this time to, to touch base, remind myself of, of, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. I know that there are other people that are out there saying the same thing, and, I, and I'm probably just regurgitating a lot of things that other people are saying, just in, my, in the way that I understand it. Because these are the, as I express these concepts, we teach in the way we, teach in the way we, uh, we, we are taught. We teach in the way that we understand. So I'm just, I'm just repeating and, and sharing lessons for me that have moved my wheel forward that that I think speak to a lot of you. And, and as I look at my analytics, I, I'm, I'm speaking to a lot of folks out there that are, are hearing these messages and liking them, and I'm, and I'm enjoying presenting them. So I'm encouraging you to take some time at the end of this year, uh, take some time alone, whether it's, whether it's you know, I, I, no less than a few hours. Just get alone. Go to, go to, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm weird in a lot of ways. I love going to lunch by myself. I tell my wife, she, she just knows me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going I'm to go get sushi today. Like when I'm out and about at work, I, yeah, so I treat myself to sushi today for lunch. Or I went to, um, uh, you know, the Mongolian. I, I, I truly enjoy just being alone from time to time at lunchtime. You know, I do it every three or four weeks. And it's a time to just kind of get alone, do a little self-reflection. Do, but at the end of 2024, do this in a bigger way. Do this in a way where you can really just set some time aside and be very proactive about it, right? Set some time aside and, and get it done. One thing, I, I, let me just jump back. There's, so Dave Ramsey is a name out there that, that some people love him, some people hate him. He's a, he's a, financial, um, he's a financial counselor, not in, not in a technical way like here's how you invest. But uh, as he says, he gives, he gives advice as grandma gives. And one of the greatest gifts that Dave Ramsey, I think, has given the world is the recording of debt-free screams that people that have followed his program have gone through. So Dave Ramsey preaches debt-free living. And there are, there are so many people out there that disagree with the way he does it. And that's not, that's not where I, I don't want to get into the weeds there. What I want you to do is go to YouTube and just type in Dave Ramsey debt-free screams. And so 
what happens is, on, he used to do it every Fridays, now they just come in and, and they record them. People come in and they'll say, hey Dave, we had $50,000 of debt. My wife and I had $300,000 of debt. There are people that have had you know, $20,000 of debt, there are people that had $3 million of debt. And they come on there and he interviews them and he, and he asks them, did, how, did you get, how did you overcome it? Because Dave Ramsey presents seven steps to getting out of it, seven steps to financial wealth. Seven steps. And if you follow these seven steps, folks, if, if, if you follow these seven steps, you're, you're, going to be, you're going to be a wealthy person. And none of them are get rich quick. It's all about the getting the red X on the calendar. It's all about self-sacrifice and getting the red X on the calendar. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because those debt-free screams, that can be that can be weight loss. That can be the accomplishment of a goal. That can be or of, of, a, of a business goal. Whatever it might be. But just for these people, it happens to be getting out of debt. And the emotion and the power of those debt-free screams, are they, they are a gift to the listener because it, they are so over, overwhelming when you hear these people's stories and they just, and what it comes down to, what it comes down to over and over again is we chose to not go on that vacation. We chose to give up, vac- we chose to, downsize and live with my parents for two years. We chose to not to sell this, to sell that, to work three jobs. They chose the hard thing for a period of time to get the better thing. And that's, that in, in, in its own way speaks to what we're talking about here. Getting that red X on the calendar to move you towards your greater goal, towards your, your big... T- small beginning towards your great ending. So as I wrap up today's episode, I will, I'll certainly join everyone again in 2023. This isn't the last episode for the year. And please take time this week, next week, certainly before the year's end, get alone and ask yourself, ask yourself two questions, two questions. What did I do right this year? How can I do that more often? What did I do right this year? How can I do more of that? What did I do right? How can I do more of that? That's the, those are the two questions I want you to ask yourself. I don't want you to ask yourself, I don't want you to beat yourself up. What did I do right? How can I do more of that? So with that, thank you folks for listening. It's been a great year of doing these podcasts. I look forward to doing them even more throughout 2024. Until then, be well. We've all been conditioned to believe that we need to take big, bold steps in order to accomplish our goals. That mindset kills 90% of New Year's resolutions by February. If you want to grow your business, create wealth, or any number of other goals, you must take control of your mindset, overcome procrastination, and take one small action at a time. What action did this episode inspire you to take to bring you closer to accomplishing your big goal? Today, put that small step into action and you too will accomplish your goals one small step at a time. If you have any questions or comments about today's podcast or are interested in learning more, please shoot me an email at coachbillpro at gmail.com. I always love to hear from our listeners. Now get out of here. Go do that one thing you know you need to do.